if we're just going to look for something, if nobody's been murdered in it, I don't want to watch it. Good morning, gentlemen, and good morning, listeners. How is everybody today? Who do we have with us today? It's me, of course, Sylvia, uh, your talk show hostess with the mostest. <laughs> today it's with the mostest re- uh, rest. I think I've had some great rest. And who else oh, do we have with us today? I'm so envious. Uh, uh, I'm Kevin, and I am all things nerdy, geeky, and LGBTQ+. You are. And I am Brian, and I'm pretty much all things Britney Spears, pop culture, blah, blah, blah. That was last week. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, and people are anxious. (laughs) People are waiting. I had one of my friends ask, when are they going to hear Britney? And I was like, well, we already recorded it, so it's it's coming. It's a long one, too. It's like 90 minutes. Is a long one. I wonder I knew why. Going into it, yeah, going it into weird. it, I said it was going to be our longest. Weird. Yeah, um, I don't know why. Either. But it was a good one. I it think was. it was a good one. Yeah, and this one's going to be just as good. We're getting better every day. Uh, we got lots to talk about. Kevin, I saw Bros yesterday. Oh God! <laughs> What'd you think? <laughs> All right. So here, I'm going to give you a couple different directions from which I'm looking at it. Uh, I went with my friend Maria. We had a great time. We laughed through the entire movie, except for the times when we were crying. So um, it was great. Well, it's Brian, it's a rom-com. Girl meets boy, girl gets boy, girl loses boy, girl gets boy back. It's just boy, boy, boy in this situation. It's the exact same story. You know, right down to the scene where... Richard Gere is driving to her apartment and pretty woman. This guy's running to this event. You know, it's the same thing. It was fantastic. It's exactly what we expected it to be. Full of critiques. And that was a movie. This is not critiquing the movie. This is critiquing like the industry. Um, You had said, I think last week, Kevin, that it was really highly advertised. And I agreed. I, I, I mean, Billy Eichner showed up on My Favorite Murder, that podcast I listened to, and it was not murder-related at all. And a lot of fans were really mad about that, by the way. Oh. Um, so, because they didn't stick to format. But um, Yeah, that's weird. Right? So it's, it, yeah. because, though, oh, right, <laughs> I kind of agreed. I listened to it, but I was like, wait, where's my murders? Why is, yeah, um, is he dead? He's doing, he's doing the press junket, and they are friends uh, with him. So whatever. But he's Um, not dead. He's not dead. He's not a murderer. (laughs) He has never witnessed a murder. There's no murder involved at all. That's why I was so disappointed to so many fans. Um, I mean, the least he could do is kill somebody before he went on there. Kill somebody. Somebody to talk, something to talk about related to the show. Oh, I just reminded about a new show I'm watching that I want to make sure we talk about today. Uh, Anyways, so the problem is when I went online to buy tickets for the movie, it was playing one time a day only in one theater. Yeah, that's what I've heard. 
Yeah. Yeah. So they're not, you know, they're not standing behind what they're saying that we're going to be, you know, running this movie. They're not really. But anyways, that's them, not us. They're suppressing the gays. Yes. My other critique is I'm just feeling bad for all the people who won't see it because it is so damn funny. (laughs) It really is. The writing in that movie is (laughs) hilarious. There were were times, and I think Marie and I might have been at times the only ones laughing. There was only a few people in the theater. Um, But it was hilarious. I mean, I was was crying tears while I was laughing. It was that funny. So for our audience... (laughs) If you don't want to see the movie, definitely see it when you're home. You can stream it when you can, and and go see that movie, Brian. You got to see the movie. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's I, really I will, funny. I will stream it once I'm done with all these Halloween movies that keep <laughs> Peacock, like Halloween Ends and uh, the new Hellraiser and all that shit. That oh I yeah. Oh I, god, I don't I mean, get that stuff. There's a there's a lot of remakes on there. Yeah, I don't get the Hellraiser one either because I never really understood the original. Um, and I've seen it several times. It just doesn't make sense to me. I, um, I don't get of, anything I'm, in that genre. Like, I won't watch any of that stuff. That is that yeah, like slash him up stuff? And yeah, no, Hellraiser. I would say no. I, I, it's hard to classify that movie. It's kind of sci-fi. <laughs> like you understand, like Freddy Krueger, Jason, you know, Michael Myers. All those movies are slasher movies. Hellraiser. Yeah. I'm not even really sure what it is. It. I know. Kevin, have few... you seen it? Yeah, yeah, not the new one, okay. not the new one, no. But I've seen the originals, yeah. Yeah, course, oh, okay. like horror movie fans love it, and every time I watch it, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm watching. I mean, he mm. looks fabulous, and like you know, I, I I've seen somebody like him at a daddy bar one time. Oh, you know. stop right there! Yeah. You're such an idiot. <laughs> Wait, I want to I want to give you a, a disclaimer, Brian, about Bros. Okay, let's go back to Bros. Really okay, quick. okay. Yes, okay. I was going back to Bros. Because if you want something to look at, you got to watch Bros. Yes. Okay. So, the main character is Billy Eichner, you know, and his character is so fucking unlikable the entire movie he is the tight asshole he's just an asshole and he's got this horrible outlook on life and he's not afraid to tell people about it but um he you and he doesn't really get a whole lot better i'll be honest with you (laughs) so he's not a very likable character but i agree it was there was so many funny parts and it was really a great movie it had some really cool things happen in it um the other uh main character is it Luke, Luke McFarlane is that the oh um, his love, love interest? Beautiful. Oh my god! Oh, and, and in real life, that relationship would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I'm sorry. I mean, Billy Eichner is is cute in his own way, but there's no the way. League. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's playing uh, the wrong fucking sport. Brian, Brian, did you not even the wrong league. Did you ever see the show Brothers and Sisters? No. No. Oh, he was in that, and oh, he really? has grown up to be a very handsome uh, brother. I'll tell beautiful. you that. He's beautiful. Uh, anyway, so keep going, keep going, Kevin, about your movie synopsis. Oh no, that, that's a, that's all I was gonna say. He's just very, very unlikable, but you know, you still have that you know rom com feel where you're still kind of rooting for him because exactly he's, he's so bitter and angry that you're like, you know, he he really he he's just been hurt so many times. Yes, and he he just, needs that other guy. He needs, he needs, he needs someone he can trust. And yes. so it feels good. I cried too. You know, I'm a crier. Oh, God. I'm, 
That scene oh. on the beach when he was on oh. the beach talking about his confidence. Oh. Yes. Oh my God, it was crazy. But it's so it's really good. One other little critique I have about it is they kind of perpetuate that um, that gay men are so promiscuous. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> are they really though? Yeah. I like gay uh, men. I don't yeah. think of them that way. They just yeah. don't tell you. Yeah, it's yeah, it's that's kind of true. I mean, there's okay. occasionally, like, there's the family gaze that you see in, like, modern family. There are those gays. But okay. for, for the most part, yeah. yeah gays, like, gays, yeah. 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 You know, we, okay. we, we, we really, don't... really like sex. Yeah, my husband and I are exclusive. We we don't do anything with anyone else, and we are definitely in the minority. Okay. Definitely. So, uh, back to the movie. While we were at the movies, we saw the... Um, the preview or trailer for Whitney and I was like oh we're gonna go see this for sure have you seen that trailer no but I feel like oh I've there's so gonna be a, uh it looks like it's gonna be fantastic I have no idea when it's coming out but it's not now, it's uh, not out yet this is the biopic right this is not a documentary yeah. this is somebody playing yeah no okay. yes the biopic yep and they're yes. using Whitney's voice right like they... I believe it if not that girl can sing Whitney wow. uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it looks really fabulous. It looks really fun. And, you know, you can't say that you don't like her music or you're crazy or her well, voice. Yeah. This biopic has been in the work for a while. Um, it was originally, I know the vocals were originally supposed to be done by um, a dance artist that hardly anybody knows except for gay people by the name of Deborah Cox. Um, <laughs> who, who every gay man is like, oh, yes, girl, but nobody <laughs> in the straight world knows who the fuck she is. But she's like a dance singer. I think her hit song was like, how did you get here or something like that? Um, nobody's supposed to be here or something like that. Um, yeah, no. uh, you would know it if you heard it. Like it was just everywhere. On It was one of those hits like from what appeared to the straight community to be like a faceless singer. But in okay. the gay community, we were like, oh, Deborah Cox, girl. So, yeah, she actually recorded the entire soundtrack to the movie. And then for some reason, they scrapped it. The family didn't like it. So Deborah Cox was involved at some point. She's no longer involved. Scandaloso. So that'll yeah. be something fun to watch and <coughs> find me. out about. Um, anybody else? I have one other thing that we watched this week. and Or maybe I talked about it last week. I can't remember. Uh, the Patient no with idea. Steve Carell. Oh my god. If you like like crazy movies like I do, it's a it's a series though. I think so far there's six or eight episodes. I don't know how far it goes, but I think we're into six or seven of them. And um Steve Carell plays a psychiatrist who gets kidnapped by client, like patient. And he locks him in his basement, chains him to a floor. And every time he wants to go out and murder, he has to talk him out of it. It's fucked wow. up, but it's really it's I've had dark. a few dates like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brian, yeah. you cracked me up. Okay, so you might call you, this you a date You just got to have a safe word. You know, you've just got to have a safe word. Mine, my personal one is blueberry muffins. So. Okay, blueberry muffins. That's, that's well, this show is intense. It's pretty intense because... Um, things happen it's just things happen just see if you give it a try it's on something i don't know what it's on because like i said we get everything um 
So Steve Carell, and he's so good at this character of the doctor. Whew, it's a good one. Wow. Yeah, we could, I could see him playing a good doctor. Yeah. Uh, well, I would like to give an update to one of one of my shows that I've been watching. Oh, Jesus yes, Christ! Please. Here we go. So the <laughs> the Game of Thrones uh, prequel, the House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. um, has been on now for I'm out. like dragon. Yep, like uh, probably nine episodes, I guess. At this point, I I'm I'm out. I'm I'm not into it at all anymore. Um, fans, you know, fans they, have come back and said it's very dark too dark it's not even that i can handle that but so okay here's how it started we had two episodes in the beginning that were really really early and then we jumped ahead like six or seven years uh so that we could kind of see what happens with um like some of the main characters were children and so they wanted them to be more into it so they were like teenagers once the time jump i'm like okay whatever i can handle that well then like four episodes later it jumps ahead like another 10 years and so we have a whole new cast of characters completely new actors and so playing the same characters so and and i'm like what the fuck and so we're watching it watching it and it's just not catching on well like two episodes later it jumps ahead again another like six years i'm like this is fucking stupid this is lazy lazy storytelling this is fucking lazy storytelling when you can't tell a story without having to jump around in time all over the place then there's a problem i am not enjoying it at all honestly my husband's forcing me to continue watching (laughs) is he enjoying it no yeah he's 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 not nearly as offended as i am but this whole time jump thing but i'm just not you know i really liked the actors that they had after the first time jump where the main characters were kind of teenagers i thought they were great i was really getting invested in them and then they jumped ahead and i didn't care for any of the actors that they had playing these characters anymore and i wasn't invested at all in what they were doing i give two shit what was happening to them well hang on hang on kevin they might start jumping back and forth and then it'll be really confusing whatever it sounds awful big disappointment dragons yeah Uh I know it's already been picked up for another season too, so yeah. you're in for more of that. The other, um, on the opposite end of that, the thing that's getting really good reviews that I think just ended, they just had their last episode, is the Lord of the Rings show oh. on uh, Prime. Um, what's it called? Something Rings. Rings of Power. Rings of Power. That's it. Rings of Power. That Are is you guys great. watching it? Oh, it is so good. That was one of the. That's one of the best shows I've seen in years. It was beautiful. If for no, so okay. When you watch the Lord of the Rings movies, even if you don't care for that genre, just like watching it is just gorgeous. It's so beautifully filmed. It's breathtaking. The shows are exactly like the movies. They have such high production value. They take out all of all of the dialogue. They are beautiful. It's even higher. Higher production value than the Hobbit movies, I think. The Agreed. Hobbit, the Hobbit movies, the makeup department in the Hobbit movies should have been fired a long time ago because that makeup was terrible. Some of those wigs, I could see those lines, girl. Those were those were lace front wigs. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see, you know. I mean, I'm mean, just saying. You know. Well, I'm sure some of our listeners are agreeing with you guys on these shows because I don't watch them, so I can't I can't say anything about them. I did see one of the Lord of the Rings movies. I took one of my nephews when he was like 13, and when it was over, I thought, "Oh my God, there's going to be another one." <laughs> God, I hope he doesn't want to go to that too. <laughs> so that's funny. But I do agree with you that like cinematography or whatever they call it, because when I was in the theater watching that, it was beautiful. And it's it sure not CGI. Was. That's New Zealand. It is. Yeah. yeah. 
Right. So. Why isn't that on my list of places to go visit? I have oh. to write that down. Oh. No, and I think whole, it's on there. The whole Hobbit Village from the movies is still in New Zealand. You can go visit the Hobbit Village. I would oh, love to. I would love be, to do that. You've just got to be careful because I'm telling you, those in Australia, New Zealand, those places, like every deadly animal lives right there. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Everything that could kill you with one bite lives there. <laughs> lives there. Yes. Kind of like it's Africa. True. And I go I there mean, anyways. Like the most poisonous spiders. They even have spider season. If you don't know this one. Oh, that's right. are you kidding me? No, when tarantulas come out and literally cover the ground and the trees with webs, I, the entire. I think that's information that the Bureau of Tourism should be obligated to tell me. <laughs> because there's no way I want to be in New Zealand, in New Zealand during tarantula season. Yep. Are you kidding me? When hundreds Holy and thousands shit. of tarantulas come out and make their so webs true. just on trees and then the babies. Yeah. Oh, oh my god true, i can't imagine true. but well, still i would love to go just to see it, it I, it's such no, a beautiful countryside no. it's a yes, wonderful new people, zealand I i'll see uh oh. we are going to africa our trip got pushed up three years because of covid and the only time we could reschedule was in june which i guess is migrating season for the buffalo oh. so uh, that we might get to see, which I guess is spectacular. Almost seems a little scary. I was going to say, um, is that safe? I know, right? And then, but of course, because that, because of that, it cost us twenty percent more. Mm. So thank God, I had three more years to save for this trip. You had to pay twenty um, percent more for buffalo. Season. No, for season. You know how seasons are. Like they are in oh. Florida. Everything's oh. more expensive during season. I was going to say, I'll skip the. Can we skip the buffalo? I mean, yeah, no, we're like, not even sure we'll see the buffalo. That's just, oh, it might happen. But people do uh, schedule trips to go search. Uh, yeah. We're instead doing a gorilla trip, which is going to oh, be Oh, I thought you amazing. were going to see your elephant. We're also doing an elephant thing at the uh, Sheldrick Wildlife Trust. However, I'm not guaranteed to see my elephant. Um, oh, okay. but it's still a really cool day. And then we'll do some safaris and all that stuff. It, it, it's amazing. And sorry, it sounds like bragging, but I'm bragging. I get to do that. Yeah. I can't wait. I know, I right? That's not wait. bragging. That's enjoying life. That is living know, life while true. you can live your life. You that's know, why, why I why worked wait? every after school program I could for the last three years. <laughs> Thank I you. Know, right? Thank you. You see yeah. all of these people that wait until they're retired to go on these vacations. Oh, they're, they're 65, 70 years old. They can be barely walk, you know, around to see what they want to see. Live your life now while you can. Absolutely. Seriously. Absolutely. Exactly. And I'm not going to apologize for it, but no. uh, the tourism part of it brings us back to like the hurricane update i don't know oh, if yeah. you guys are getting the updates up there have you no. heard or seen anything lately i've seen lots of tiktoks about downtown naples and that's about it oh uh, yeah yeah it's a 10-day world you know you guys it's after 10 days you don't hear anything anymore and some sadly that's all we have here for news um but it's really annoying because i feel so bad some of these stories are horrific and i feel like Ron DeSantis is riding this thing like a campaign trail. Oh, yeah. And it's disgusting. It's disgusting that we're, like, paying for his campaigning. But don't say anything because you're, the, you're then woke. And yes, he, I'm woke. He I'm hates woke. that. And I'm like, you know, what's the opposite of woke? Because <laughs> I'd rather be woke than asleep, which is what you are. 
<laughs> you are totally yeah, asleep but on I do... What is woke? Woke is being polite. I know. <laughs> what is woke is being respectful to, for other people. It does. It takes no effort for me when someone says, "Hey, I would rather you use these pronouns." I'm like, "Okay, I'll give it a shot." Sorry, I'll do I my best. Up. I'll do my best. You know, I'll it do doesn't. It doesn't hurt me at all. <laughs> that's just that's just being polite and respectful of other people's wishes. Yeah, I um, it brings me to here's a good story you'll like. I think, well, actually, I could ask you guys about how you might have handled this. I have a student, not my student, a hallway student, somebody I see every day. They, because I don't know, they are adorable. And I always, we comment, we talk to each other, we say hello. She's in the classroom next door. He, oh, I see, I can't do this. I'm not good at this. <laughs> it's hard. Um, it is hard. So it's an adjustment. So this student, yeah, this student came to my room because she was doing they were doing a survey of uh something and they needed kids to take this survey so i let them and we were chatting while the survey was happening and i asked this student i said can i ask you a personal question and they said yes and i said do you identify as male or female or not you know neither and the student said this is crazy (laughs) they said I, I'm afraid, I'm sorry, I'm afraid to answer that question because of the new law. Yeah, right. And I was like, damn. I said, okay, I'm sorry. Then um, the reason I'm asking is because I want to respect you. And I want to respect what you want. I want to call you what you want me to call you. I want that to happen. Uh, and again, was like, well, I'm afraid to answer that question. Oh. And then it made me so sad. And then I, she, they finally uh, settled on, I could call her or them by her last name, their last name. So that's what I'm going to call this student. But it was so, it was so heartbreaking that that student felt like they couldn't tell me about themselves because of the law. That breaks my heart. Isn't that crazy? And I was only reaching out to somebody who wanted to support that person, not, you know, Oh, yeah, it really broke my heart. I was just saying about that student, and I felt so sad that that student felt afraid to talk to me about themselves. Uh, It it was sad for me. I would too if I were that student at this point. Yeah, because you don't know. Like, I wish that person, that student knew how much they could trust me. Right. Uh, But anyways, I, I, I left it at, all right, have a great day, last name. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Right. Um, anyway, so, but the hurricane update is that it's still really terrible. And the stories that they're showing on the news, they're showing survival stories now, which are crazy. I'm sure. And uh, the devastation and the damage. My nephew, who's seven, is still not back to school. He, I think, goes one day this week. Lee County is really going uh, slow. They had a couple schools that will never open again. Really? Uh, so they're dealing with that. Yeah. So it's really hard. It's rough. Not for me. I still go along with my daily life because I was one of the fortunate ones, knock on wood. Hopefully that'll always be me. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, yeah. But, you know, you look around my yard right now. It's a beautiful sunny day, so I can't complain. <laughs> well, uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about one other topic and then we'll have to take a break. But what is okay. this? what is this trend that's going around Florida that you've been telling us about? <laughs> 
This uh, last week, once again, we had. I looked it up and I had different numbers come up. So different sources, 16 schools and What's another source, again? swatting, swatting, Jesus. swatting, <laughs> they call and bring in live. My, so it was in 14 to 16 schools in Florida on the same day were swatted. And one of them happened to be in the county where I work. Thank God again, not in my school, because from that I would never recover. So their school goes on high alert lockdown. Everybody's being dragged out of their class by gunpoint because they're not sure if the shooter's in your room or not until they figure out that it was a hoax. And uh, nothing's normal after that. Nothing can be normal after that. No. Oh, it's insane. frightening. So insane. It's insane. So 16 schools over Florida, well, 14 to 16, depending on your source. In one week. Uh, in one day, Kevin. In one day. Oh, my God. All on the same day. And that's not, that, that's, that's not like making top news in our county, of course, because we're only talking about the hurricane. But, yeah, it's crazy. You can, it's only crazy. Make, you can only make these places so miserable for these kids. If they are not allowed to express themselves and things like that, you know, shit's going to happen. Shit is going to happen. And these kids are going to find a way to disrupt the system any way they can especially if the system is working against them which it is well i believe that kids are not feeling like they can be who they are especially if they're of the lgbt community which brings us right back to that story i just told um but you know what i think when we were kids we didn't feel like anybody hurt us or anybody did anything for us and we felt the same way it was just with a different sort of place i don't know we called in, oh, well, we called in bomb threats when I was going to school. And when I say we, I don't mean myself. Uh, <laughs> we had one year in the high school where I think every Tuesday, sixth period, you know, it was so regular, there was a bomb threat that it became a joke. But that was the threat back then, a bomb threat, not a live shooter. Well, you know, we didn't even... have these live shooters shooting up schools. Exactly, back then. exactly. No, exactly. it never happened. I mean, when I was little, the the biggest drill that we had was like a tornado drill. We also had nuclear bomb drills where we got under our desks. You are not that, that old. <laughs> I don't remember doing that myself. Like people say, we had science in our classroom when I was a little, 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 little kid that would say like fallout shelter. And that meant that's where you go in the event of a no uh, nuclear but I don't ever remember getting under my desk. Oh, even we did. That we did little. for like tornadoes um, and things like that. Like get under your desk. I'm like, no, this we desk did is fire not... <laughs> drills. And then it became high school. It became bomb scare drills because that became a trend. Wow. So now it's just a different way. And it really, but the difference is this. Never in those times did any school ever find a bomb. Like right. bombs never really went off in your school, but they just no. had to check. Here, these things actually happen. So if somebody calls it in, you think it's real, you yeah. have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's horrible. It's, it's horrible. Just, I tell uh, you right now, and I tell you out loud, and every one of our listeners who are listening, if this happens at my school, I am done. Yeah, I cannot I go back all. in the classroom, even if it's fake. I mean, there'll be, I would need trauma therapy it would take me months to be able to go back if I okay. really were to go back, but I bet I don't if you it happens. Join me teaching online. 
uh, which is the whole opposite of what I love doing. I know. Yeah. I tried it. I had to do it during the pandemic, and it was horrible for me. Uh, see, I loved it. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm not as technologically technologically advanced as you are. I can barely check email. So, um, which isn't true. I can do a lot of good things online. Yeah, I can, but not, (laughs) you know, it doesn't make me comfortable. So to plan a lesson, put it online, make it work, takes me 10 times longer than to just do regular teaching jobs, which uh, we should probably take a break. Do we have anything else TV related or... Uh, we did lose Angela Lansbury last week. Oh, I heard sad. about this. I know. That was sad. It was she very was, sad. Uh, yeah, she was quite a legend. I watched a, Lansbury. I watched a YouTube tribute that apparently she did where she sang Beauty and the Beast with uh, oh. Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson. So, oh, that's nice. Oh, my. That must have been fantastic. Yeah, yeah she was a legend. Uh, always makes me think of my, uh, what's that murder she wrote? Because you know, I'm a really true really crime through and through. Yep. Yep. Uh, so yep. I remember one that. The first show. Ones. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She was, yeah, she was pretty great. So that'll be a loss to America. Well, to yep. everyone who likes everyone. her. So, all right. Yeah. Let's take well, a quick break, gentlemen. And very good. We'll quick break see you in a minute. We come back and talk about this little hoe. All right. All right. Break. Break. <laughs> all right. And we're back. Yay. All right. Welcome back. So, uh, Brian, you picked Ariana Grande. No. I did. Yeah. Oh, no. That's right. That was Kevin. No, oh, it was not. That me. was Kevin. That means it's my turn. <laughs> oh, it happened again. Light it happened bulb again. Whoopsie. <laughs> Excuse as, me. As that was me choking on the through. fact that I'm unprepared once again. If you start Anyways, your papers rustling, that's so You will. Nope. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to open my. Uh, music app and the first thing i see that's who we're going <laughs> you have you have several Our... on the bench that you've wanted to talk about so yeah and hopefully seriously. one of them come right right anyway uh <laughs> kevin ariana grande thank you very much i forgot so, some of the stuff about her it was fun to learn again so go ahead yeah. brian what do you have for us well I'm, I'm gonna ask kevin first because i know he's not the biggest ariana grande fan what made you pick her uh, you know, I am a fan. So, you know, I, I'm a fan of some of her music, um, and I can appreciate a lot of her other music, but I'm mostly a fan of the achievements that she has been able to pull together at the age of holy 29. Holy shit. And, right. holy you know, shit. she has a, such a significant philanthropy side. She's been doing it since the very, she's been, that was her very first thing. When she was 13 years old, she started a, a charity event in Fort Lauderdale. So, you know, she's, she's very civic minded. Um, her brother um, is gay. And so she's, she does a lot for the gay community and I just think she's a fantastic person. She's got great music, and and she's she seemed like somebody that I felt like was really underappreciated, and I wanted to learn more. Oh, okay. Um, and can I just add to that, like going into it, thinking like, oh, she's so cute. I love her. She's adorable. She's on The Voice. That, like, oh, yes. I learned a lot. Uh, and I was impressed, like you just said. I was quite impressed. But there's some sketchy stuff, too. So I can't wait to yeah. talk about her. <laughs> let's there's, go. There's not much scandal not involved much. with her. But uh, there is let's talk about Pete bit. Davidson. Okay. <laughs> so we can go I rest my Davidson. case. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, 
mean, love is love when your penis is like 12 inches or above. Something that boy has that those women are flocking to. Yeah, we know what he has. I think I actually just wrote a poem there. Love is love when your penis is 12 inches or above. (laughs) It's poetry. It is for rhymes, at least. And uh, that's all Pete Davidson has going for him because it's not the fucking face. He literally looks like a zombie. Every time I see him, he has these big dark circles. He's not the most attractive guy, and he's not... The funniest guy either, but you know, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna know. say he's not the most attractive guy, not the most unattractive guy, right? But I think he's pretty funny. He's you know he does. Nice. I think he's funny. Yeah, he's I funny. think he's funny. He's funny he's annoying, uh, but some of his stuff is really funny. Yeah, he's uh, funny well, well, like his hey. entire character is funny. It's not like he tries to be funny. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you know he's messed up. Um, most of the time, I believe he is. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought he was. So, I thought he was sober. He is sober now. No, I yeah. didn't mean on drugs. I mean oh. like he's messed up. Like oh, I see. I think he's a little fucked up. Well, he was. Oh, he was on drugs for a lot of his career. Okay. That's why. That's why I took it that way. Yeah, so. Okay. All right. So is he no longer on drugs? I don't know enough about him. Just that he's on Saturday Night Live and he's crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently okay. he's sober now. So. All right, let's talk yeah. Ariana instead yeah. of him because that was just a blip on her screen. Yeah, well, I mean, if we're talking albums, we don't have a whole lot to talk about. She's not a new artist, you know, but I would say that she's definitely not an old artist either. Her first album came out in 2013 and it was called Yours Truly. And if we really want to start making ourselves feel old, let's talk about when she was born and where she was born because she's a Florida girl. And she was born in Boca Raton. But do you know mm-hmm. when, what year she was born? Well, she's only... 19, she, 1993. 1993. I was going to say she's not yeah. even 30, right? Right. Is she 30? Yeah, she's 29. Oof, she's 29. She, okay. Yeah. And she's also ma- uh, managed by Scooter Braun. If you guys don't know who Scooter Braun is, he discovered Justin Bieber, which was his big claim to fame. He also manages uh, Demi Lovato, which must be a handful who can manage that i know and uh he's managed a couple other people too but um as far as i you know as far as managers go he's known to be a little bit on the shady side so i'm kind of surprised that he manages ariana grande but anyway yeah she's had uh her first album her first i'm gonna say three albums were very doo-wop kind of flavored like throwback kind of sounds they were very r&b but they had these background vocals that made them very like, um, you know, like Deanna Ross and the Supremes. So her first album was okay. called Yours Truly. And that came out in 2013. And it was an immediate hit. And this is one of those albums where it's like an R&B classic. And the people that produced it are the exact people who you, you would think. People like uh, Babyface. If you don't know who Babyface is, he produced. Um, I don't. He produced just about every R&B hit single throughout the 90s. Like, he, he made Tony Braxton who Tony Braxton was back in the okay. day. So, you that know. That name I, think, I know. Yeah. So, Babyface, Babyface and Ariana Grande went together very well on that album called Yours Truly. That came out in 2013. She also does not wait very long between albums. In fact, uh, the next album she actually released was called My Everything. And even though it was still very R&B, she took some um, risks with this album and she started working with pop producers like Max Martin, who we talked about in the last episode because he produced the first two Britney Spears albums. 
Okay. Um, and she also started, yeah, she also started working with like EDM and stuff like that because she started to have um, songs like Problem, which was kind of like a, a big dance song for her. And then another song called Break Free mm. that was pro- that was produced by Zed. And that was a huge hit for so her. So great. That's my yeah. favorite song, I think, of hers. And then she had a song called Bang Bang with Jesse J and Nicki Minaj, which was amazing. And I think somebody else was on there too. I think there was four. Is that the there. video you sent me to watch? Hmm. It was uh, Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj. Minaj. I can't even pay her name. Was it? I don't remember. It might well, it was been. in one of those threads. Was it I, side, side I, to side? Side to side. I don't was know, it? but she was in it for a long time, I think, without. Nicki Minaj and there may have been um like bicycles that don't move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Jane Fonda. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's side to side. Which is yeah, okay. if you don't know what that song means, that means that she got fucked so hard that she's now walking side to side like, like <laughs> bo- bow legged. Okay, that is what I that didn't song means. Get any of it, and I, I didn't hate it until Nicki Minaj came in. And then I was like, ew. But I'm gonna be honest with you. There were a couple that were sent to me. I don't know who sent them or if you sent both. I watched them both. I don't know anything. I don't know any of her music. I would not be able to pick her out on the radio. Not that we have that anymore. But uh, I was, yeah, I don't know anything about her. I don't know any of her music. It's really, I think they're all the same to me. Those pop girls all seem like the same person. And I know the fans out there are going to be mad because I said it. I wouldn't know her from Demi Lovato, from Christina Aguilera. Well, I might know her. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're all the same voice to me. So back to Ariana Grande. Um, because I don't know her music doesn't mean I don't like everything, most everything that I read about her. She's not just this cute little adorable thing on The Voice. She's quite a businesswoman, so to mm-hmm. speak, too. Yeah. So go ahead. Let's hear about her music. So her next album was, where did I let, where did I leave off? We have Yours Truly, and I think we have My Everything, not in that order, right? Yeah, Yours Truly and My Everything came out in 2013 and 2014. And then um, in 2016, she released an album called Dangerous Woman. And Dangerous Woman had another, you know, couple hits on it. It was not a huge departure for her as far as a singer goes. It kind of sounded like, you know, the same R&B that she had been releasing, and then she released an album in 2018 called Sweetener. And Sweetener was a little different. First of all, it wasn't a very big hit, but it was produced again by Max Martin and it had people like Pharrell Williams. If you don't know who Pharrell Williams is, he worked a lot. He's with, that guy that sings happy. He sings happy with Justin Timberlake. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, not with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Justin Timberlake has a song like that too, though, that Pharrell produced. I can't yes, remember what it's called. He was also on The Voice, I think, <laughs> or American Idol, or one of those shows. Pharrell, American yeah. Idol. So as soon as you hear Sweetener and Pharrell comes on, it sounds very dated because Pharrell has that sound that has been around for 15 years, and he's, he's never really changed it up. So Sweetener wasn't a very big hit, and that came out in August of 2018. By February of 2019, she already had another album out called Thank You, Next because she did not have many hits off of Sweetener. It was not like a huge hit for her. But Thank You Next definitely was a huge hit for her. And that song, Thank You Next, was a massive, massive single for her. All right, I have to ask a question. 
Um, This is crazy. You can cut it out if you want. But how is that punctuated on the album? Because thank Thank you, comma. Or is it? Okay. So, all right. (laughs) It was important to me to know how to read that. I know. All right. (laughs) No, no, because the the way that you say it could be two different things. You know, is she like, thank you, next? Or is she just like, thank you, next? Is that, the one, is that the one? Is that the one that's a tribute to all of her exes? She goes through like five or six of her ex relationships on it. Correct, and one yeah. of them being, being okay. The rapper, so Mac, now I understand the yeah, yeah. Okay, but it was very respectful. She wasn't album. dissing them in the song. It was very respectful, but she she's openly talking about yeah. like several of her past relationships. Yeah, she's basically saying thank you for this, thank you for this, thank you next, and you know, like you know, she took this from okay. you. Uh, one of the boyfriends that was mentioned in there was rapper Max, uh, Mac Miller, who actually died of an overdose. And she re- she dated him for quite a while. Um, Thank You Next also had the ring, uh, the song on, on there called Seven Rings and the single called Break Up With Your Girlfriend Because I'm Bored. No, I'm sorry. Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored. <laughs> comma, I'm bored. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and then right, right after that. In- That's a great album title. <laughs> <laughs> So in 2020, she actually released the album called Positions. And Positions is definitely her most adult album to date. But I have some lyrics here that I just kind of want to throw at you guys that um, is on her last uh, Thank You Next album and the Positions album. So uh, just so you know, one of them is Let's Put Them Topics to Bed and Go Fuck on the Roof. That's from the song <laughs> Better Off. Um, and okay. The song Side to Side. She says, I've been here all night. I've been here all day. And boy, now you got me walking side to side. Because, yeah. yeah. I love that uh, song. <laughs> so. Uh, song, but the lyrics sound risque. Very. Yeah, it is. Um, so let me find another one. She says uh, in one of her very hit songs, she said, a little less conversation and a little more touch my body. I know that I'm coming tonight. You know that I'm coming tonight, question mark. Uh, I ain't talking money. <laughs> that's, I, that's into you. <laughs> I'm so into you. Yeah. So this uh, is why you started out with let's talk about the little hoe? Yeah, because of I her mean, her kind her choice in lyrics, huh? She but you know, like here's the little... thing. Here's the thing. She says these things, but do you, when you hear her name, do you think of her like that? No. She Absolutely she, not. She hasn't really escaped this, you know, this box that female artists are put into when they when they use sexually explicit, you know, uh, vocals where, you know, they, they all of a sudden they're a danger to the children. She, she's escaped this somehow, and I have no idea because she's more than suggestive and lots of her songs and well, she would fit like into it. that box and i don't know how wild. she gets by i know she yeah. also has uh from the album sweetener she says i like the way you lick the bowl somehow your method touches my soul um so you know she's she's basically she's basically well, shakespeare you know i would like basically. to right i would like to think 11 year old girls don't know what that means um, um in her this. shakespearean way from the song called R.E.M., which is one of my favorite bands. Uh, she says, you know how to treat it. And you oh, also yeah, know- I remember them. And you also know how to eat it. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my so- God. These, are on the- these aren't on the radio. So yes. here- Is there a radio anymore? <laughs> yes. You know, here's what I really love. Uh, 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 one of the many, many things I really love about her music. She is all about empowerment. She is about 
being yourself and not letting anybody dictate who you are. You know, she's like break free, like that break free is my favorite song of hers. And it's all about breaking away from expectations and coming into your own. You know, it's about realizing who you are as a person and not being ashamed of it. And I just love that about her. Yeah, really. good for she's her. Great. Good for her. And she's talented. Yeah. There's no she's question. So ta- the woman she has a four talented. octave range, for God's sake. She can yes. do she could do whistle what whistle vocals it just as good, if not better, than Mariah. Mariah certainly can't do it anymore, like she used to. She's amazing. So Yeah, she can sing one. her ass off. There's another one that I think I was listening to at the gym this morning that I was like, Oh, I've got to talk about the lyrics to this song. It's called 3435, and it's from her album Positions. And uh, she says, you might think I'm crazy the way I've been craving. If I put it plainly, just give me them babies. Can, <laughs> can you stay up all night and fuck, fuck me till the daylight? 34, 35. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's putting it Atta exactly girl. out there. There's no holding back so, there. Yeah, just, um, I um, want to go back to that one second, though, Brian. The fact that you were at the gym this morning. Yeah. It was impressive because when you texted that, when you texted that the to shade. me, no, no, I'm telling you, by the time you you were at the gym and all I had done all day, and this was almost eleven o'clock, was have coffee. So I was impressed that you managed to get up and get to the gym, and That's all amazing. I did was have coffee. I've been so, doing but- um, gym routines with this Instagram trainer named Ryan Spiretti who, if you don't know who he is, you can look him up. It's R-Y-A-N-S-P-I-T-E-R-I. And he he basically posts all these workouts that you can do. And he posts like the same workout that you can do on a machine, that you can do with free weights, that you can do with like just a floor or something like that. He does all these variations of it. So no matter what type of gym you're in, you can always get a good workout in. So I've been doing his workouts. And let me tell you, it'll kick your ass. And he's beautiful. And he's British, so he's got a great accent. Yeah, he's he's quite quite. I I actually hired him. He does he he does online training too. You know, and so I hired him, and I've done I've done two different rounds of online training with him for like uh, um, you know twelve weeks, three months at a time, where he'll set you up with uh, a a diet plan and set you up with a workout plan every week you send in pictures and he you know he sends you another workout plan and changes up your diet if if need be it, it's it, he's really good really good um, okay so back to the little hoe can we back get back to the little, to the little Wait, hoe? i just have yeah. to say you guys are impressive with your workout stuff i can barely get out of bed and to finish a whole day of school <laughs> and want to do anything so good for you guys congratulations i'll check the guy out i might watch a couple videos while laying on the couch we'll see he's cute he's very cute all right so her controversy was early on in her career and it was very much like if you remember um justin bieber being a little asshole for like the first half of his career and like peeing in most of his life yeah right yeah it was terrible fuck you to bill clinton and shit like that so this was kind of her phase of that. Apparently, she she was in a donut shop and she was taking a break from her tour. And she walked into the donut shop and she was absolutely disgusted at how these donuts looked like they were not just regular donuts. These donuts looked like, you know, basically dessert. And she walked in and she's like, oh, my God. She's like, this looks so disgusting. I hate America. And then she proceeded to grab it. Oh, I remember that. That was her. Yes. And then yeah. she proceeded. Oh, why weren't people mad at her about that? <laughs> and then 
and then she proceeded to grab a donut who, that was just done and on a tray, and she licked it and then put it back. So that was the. Ew, that's bad. That was the. <laughs> that was the only real controversy, aside from the fact that she's had a ponytail now for at least over. At least 11 years. <laughs> it looks good. Okay. <laughs> it's adorable. That's why I call her adorable. But wait, let's go back to the donut. I have to go back to the donut because two things here. Well, what were people mad at? Were they mad that she said, I hate America? Or were they yes. mad that she licked the donut? Because those are both. two completely both. different things. And yeah. I'm only... Uh, oh, they were mad at both. Okay. Wow. Um but I think what what was her was she implying that we just eat too much, right? Is that what she was saying? Yeah. Or was she much... saying we ruin everything? What yeah, was she implying? She was, she was saying I hate America. Like this is just, just you would never see something like that in Europe, and you probably wouldn't. But you know, whatever. But oh sure, have you been to those European bakeries? Yeah, um, not in Europe. In, not in Europe, but I've seen it on have. the Travel Channel to know that there's some. Uh, you can take in some calories in those bakeries. So you don't even have to tell me. I visit European bakeries here because they were so good there. I wouldn't have known that if I didn't know. So, anyways, they can bake up a pie over there. So, yeah. uh, it's anyways, a different, it's um, a different kind of thing, though. You know, I mean, here we cover everything in massive amounts of frosting, and they just that that you don't really find that in European bakeries. No, they right. they over actually they actually you know bake the flavors into what it is that they're baking <laughs> instead of covering them up with yes. frosting that tastes yes. delicious. Yes, yeah. you're right. Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know where she was, but. Donuts are disgusting. Yeah, they, it was not a, in I those think places. It was a Dunkin Except donuts. Krispy Kreme Hot and Redis. Oh god. Okay, oh. so here we go. I just oh. got a box of Krispy Kremes in the because we do those school fundraisers. So I'll tell you, Kevin, if you don't eat them out of the box that day, they're no good. Oh, it's true. I tried to give. I gave a, a couple to my kids, and I came home. I think I still had eight donuts left. Wow. And. Gary ate, Gary's like, you know, I'm trying to get rid of the sugar, not eat as much sugar. And he ate two of them in five minutes. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't have one. And then I wrapped two of them up to save for later. And then I froze a few, thought, you know, we're not going to eat all these donuts. Um, and it, the next day, it was horrible. No, I wouldn't eat that donut. No, you no. have to get it that hot day. Hot and ready. Hot and ready. That's when they're amazing. Yeah. That's when they melt. And you're right. It's like the crack cocaine <laughs> of the donut. That's Look at us going off on a donut. Them. I know. <laughs> donut it's, like, it's like trying to keep two children on track. It is. Two kids right. And it's a donut tangent. gardeners on the same website. That's what I'm trying to do. It's funny because it's following a gym <laughs> rant. That's how great you guys are at the gym. So oh, I want to talk about one more Ariana Grande thing. So do okay. you remember? Oh, we got a lot more to talk she's about a, with her. She's okay. also been in a few movies. Now, let's just cover that real quick since I'm done oh, with she the photography. Yeah, she was in Zoolander 2. Uh, she was in a movie called Didn't Underdogs. And she was in a movie called Don't Look Up last year in 2021. So good. <laughs> I've heard about it. I if haven't you haven't seen, seen that. that, you should watch that. That movie is great. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, that's all I've uh, got. She's, she's currently filming... The film version of the Broadway show Wicked. Oh, I wonder who Did she you plays. know that? I don't know, but I thought that was fun. I learned a few things about her. The whole Pete Davidson thing. Just, you know, she, that was a, um, I think that was a rebound thing for her. Because she started dating him minutes after that man died that you talked about that died from an overdose, her ex. Mac yeah. Miller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she had 
just broken up with him. He died. Then she picked up Pete Davidson. So it might have been a, a rebound thing. But he dropped $93,000 on a diamond ring for her. Yeah, he after also... Only, only, like, only after two or three weeks of Ooh. dating. I mean, let's not... Uh. He's, he's not the bastion of good decision-making. Um, <laughs> no, no, he no also, he's not. He's not. He also he's dated not. Kim Kardashian and got a tattoo right. that says, my girl's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. God. Uh, but he did get the ring back. If anybody was interested, listeners, there was the law in New York states. He gets it back because it was given to her with an intention. So he got it back. Um, <sighs> her net worth. It's really interesting because one place said 72 million. And I thought, wow, that's a lot. And then I kept looking and that's not anything near what she's really worth. She has a net worth of $200 million. Holy shit. Yeah. I would not doubt yes. that. Yes. And it, it's the music isn't even, you know, she's got perfume and makeup sales. So she's got all that going on and maybe these movies and stuff like that. Um, she's the Maybelline girl right now. I'm, she, yeah. Is she? Yeah, she's yeah. loaded. Uh, and she's beautiful. The woman is beautiful, but beautiful. she does look like a little really? girl. She does oh, look yeah. like a little girl. She looks very young. Um, she, uh, was, when she was on the voice, she was the highest paid judge on the voice at the time for 25 million. (laughs) Wow. Um, you know, and that was with (laughs) Blake, Blake, whatever, Blake Blake and Kelly, Kelly Clarkson was on at the time. Yeah. And she she knows her worth. Good for her. Yes. And she adds tax. That girl knows it. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I was really impressed with all of that. And the other thing is. She's allergic to cats. <laughs> I don't know if anybody cares. But she's allergic to cats. So one of the things that, you know, just really jumps out at me, aside from, you know, her philanthropy and, you know, the positive spin that she has on so much of her music. Um, do you remember the Manchester bombing, Manchester Arena bombing? Um, I do. And her, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, her concert was right there, right? Yeah, she was, she, she was just finishing her concert and the, the arena was bombed. Um, so she had PTSD from that. She was, oh, yes. she was no very, doubt. very affected, of course. Um, but, you know, she, um, she rallied and she came back for a fundraiser there at the arena. She, she almost couldn't do it, but she came and she, they did um, another version of One Last Time, which is one of a great one of her songs, a dancey, mm-hmm. one of her dancey songs that um, they kind of remixed and released for um, charity uh, to support the Manchester bombing victims um, and everything like that. And then she's been very, very open about her struggles since then with mental health, with her PTSD. You know, her she has significant anxiety since then. And she released a song, wow. Breathing, that's all about mental health and, and her anxiety and how she just has to, you know, sometimes just has to stop and just breathe. Um, and so, you know, I'm always a big fan when people are open and honest about that. I think we stigmatize mental health so much in this country. And, you know, it's it's just really touching. Very, very too much. And it's just it's good to hear somebody of her caliber with her standing, you know, coming out and talking about these really important things like LGBT rights and, you know, mental health and things like that. She's really shaping some of this conversation that we really, really need to be having. 
Yes, and that's what we're here to do with our listeners is talk about <laughs> the stuff that people don't want to talk about. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we may lose some listeners along the way, uh, but we're, uh, you know, we are who we are and we're helping who we can. Yeah. How's that? Yep. Um, so the last Anyway, thing... so Ariana Grande was great. Thanks. Yay. For Thanks. You guys did not see um, the fact um, last month she announced that she is lesbian and she's now dating um, Wanda Sykes. Did you see uh, that online? Yeah. yeah now fun facts. remember, this is the place where you come for fun facts and no, fun facts, and I, I think saw that it on was the best fact I've heard. I yeah. saw it on TikTok. Oh shit! All right, which go yeah, Wanda Sykes. Can you imagine? Wanda Sykes. Oh my god! It's like. Quite the, you know what? You can't knock the age difference. Who are those other two lesbians that are like a hundred years apart? Rosie O'Donnell. Oh gosh, her. No, and anyone she dates. No. Um, <laughs> Is she the only lesbian you know? Uh, really? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. There's those two. The one that was in all of the American Horror Stories, and the woman that was on oh. Two and a Half Men, the mother. More you know who I'm talking about? Jane Paulson. Paulson? Sarah yeah, Paul Sarah, Sarah Paulson. Paulson. Sarah Paulson. And she's a lesbian. Her girlfriend's like, come on. I had no idea. Okay. Uh, well, wow. then you didn't have any idea that her <laughs> is the mother from Two and a Half Men, which gives him like a 40 year age difference. I'm not, that's a non fact, ladies wow. and gentlemen. I don't know the age difference, but it's quite a lot. I'm so if Ariana Grande wants to date Wanda Sykes, you yep. go for it, girl. Go, girl. Yeah. Be you. Live it's free. A thing. It's but... a thing on TikTok, so it might be true. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely an unfact. Unfact. I'm going for that. Uh, oh, you guys are too funny. Yeah. Anyways, it's my pick. And do it. I am clearly, I'm doing what you guys, I said I was going to do. So I'm turning on my, I have a little music app. And hopefully I don't fuck this up and lose you guys. Because that could happen. And I'm opening it. And the first song that comes on. I'm going. Uh oh. Pick. Ready? Oh, I hope you love this. Fleetwood Mac. Oh, oh yay! So, yay! Then I have, I have two questions before. Speaking of American Horror Story. <laughs> I know, right? Speaking of. So what wait, are we doing? wait, no, wait. I missed the connect. What about, what's, is this a horror story Stevie, for you? Stevie oh. Nicks is the White Witch. Yes, we'll talk oh, yeah. about that. We, Don't worry. Oh, this doesn't have to be all Stevie Nicks. I'm no, talking no, Stevie Nicks, no, like the whole thing. Okay, all right. Are we separating the solo career and the band? We're doing because the band. Stevie Nicks just... is for another day. Yeah, but you okay. still have to talk about the people. I mean, in the oh, band. Oh, absolutely. But we're not going to separate it as we're not going to talk about her as like she's not the star of this. We'll oh, do yeah. her separately. She okay. deserves her own. She does. Maybe right. she deserves yeah. her own. Because episodes. yeah, Fleetwood Mac was not just. I mean, they weren't always in the band anyway. So. Right. All right. right, so um, the well, song that fun. came up is I Don't Want to Know, and uh, one of my favorite bands of all time, actually, and they were in my head. So I'm excited, and I'm excited that you're excited about it. Yes, yes. And I'm they actually... are a little bit relevant right now. They are relevant because there's a new Chevy commercial with their song. And I think Ariana Grande is dating Lindsay Buckingham. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Unfacts, unfacts. Isn't she dead? 
Isn't she dead? Oh, who, no, we just talked about her. She can't be Lindsay, dead. Yet. Lindsay we, Buckingham we don't... is a dude. And... Yeah, and Lindsay, I was going to say that. And Lindsay Buckingham is a he. Uh, so this should be a fun one. I can't yeah. wait to listen to Fleetwood Mac all week because it's yeah. always in my list. On my list, it's the one that came up. Yep. So, uh, listeners, again, thanks for joining us. I hope we entertained you and uh, maybe you learned something this week. Who knows? Uh, we love having you here. We love Sundays. And I hope that you uh, join us again for our next recording. And Gentlemen, you can find, us, you can find us on uh, Shopping for Tea at Google. And you can also find us at uh, at Google, at gmail.com, at Google, whatever. <laughs> at the what Google. I, at the Google, you know. At on, the Google. On, on the um, internet, yeah. And, okay, uh, so this is where at... I'm supposed to, I got to write this shit down because I know it's coming every time. It's, it's Shopping for Tea Podcast at Instagram. So, is it Shopping yeah. for Tea Podcast or just pod? Oh no, that's you. Yours is just pod. Mine's, mine's podcast. Mine's shopping should... for tea pod at Twitter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the the um, shopping for tea on Instagram that's always flooded with messages and information. I bet. It, I must be given the right address. Well, we get thank so you much. guys for giving this super clear way for everyone to get in touch with us. I'm <laughs> sure we're going to be exploding now. <laughs> I told you, when you put me in charge of anything technology, to expect some clips and flips here and there. Yeah, yeah. But yes, at Instagram, it's Shopping for Tea yeah. Podcast. And you can always find me on OnlyFans. I forget my OnlyFans, <laughs> but I'll get that out next time. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, uh, don't even uh, I don't want to anyways gentlemen right. again it's been fantastic you guys are the best Sundays are so much fun and uh, so we'll talk again on Sunday can't wait alright All right. bye bye bye